Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. So today we're in verse uh, John chapter 14, but we're only going to cover the first 14 verses. And uh, so that before we go there and start reading, let's let's go to God in prayer. Lord, thank you. Thank you that the creator of the world talks to us. The creator of the world wants to fellowship with me, <clears throat> just a guy. It's amazing that you love me and that you want me to be part of your life or you want to be part of mine. And not only part of it, but you want to make my life complete, fulfilled, the best it can possibly be. And I'm very grateful for that, Father. And I just lift up this time. I ask Holy Spirit for you to guide this reading. Set this time so that it's a blessing to you and those who hear it. Holy Spirit, I pray there to be your words, your ideas, your wisdom that we hear. Nothing from me and everything from you. Be with us as we read and pray and go about our day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So quickly setting the uh, the tone here and the stage. In chapter 13... We wrapped up with Jesus has again been talking about his death. He's also then talking about where he's going. Where I go, you can't follow. And then at other times saying that we know where he's going. So the disciples are kind of confused, and as I, I would be. And at the end, Jesus says, where I'm going, you cannot follow now, but you will follow later. Peter says, Lord, why can't I follow you? I will lay my life down for you. Jesus says, will you really lay your your life down for me? Very truly, I tell you, before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. That must have been so distressing, so upsetting, that, you know, how can he even, you know, deal with it right here he's been following jesus for years now putting his life on hold and he's saying that i'm gonna i'm gonna betray you wow so jesus then in chapter 14 the next the very next verse verse one says do not let your hearts be troubled you believe in god believe also in me my father's house has many rooms if that were not so Would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and that will be enough for us. Jesus answered, 
Don't you know me, Philip, even after I have been among you such a long time? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and that the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these, because I'm going to the Father, and I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. Wow. That's kind of like a blank check, right? And I used to sit there and be very harsh in my head of the disciples, especially Philip. Hey, show me another, do another miracle for me. After three years of hanging out with you, seeing you raise the dead, heal the sick, do all these great things, turn fish into enough to feed tons of people, so on and so forth, everything that he did, walking on water, comparing that against all the scriptures from the past, the prophecies. And still, I'm going to sit there and say, do one more. I used to sit there and think all the time, what a jerk, what a loser. I mean, honestly. But that's me. Jesus has done innumerable acts of kindness in my life. He has kept me from dying. He has kept me from, from just <laughs> complete and total destruction in terrible ways. And yet I continue to say to him, show me one more time. And then I'll have the faith of a mustard seed. So I've quit being quite so judgmental on these guys. Because who knows what each person has gone through. And I think about the most important element out of all of this. And A.W. Tozer focuses on it. It's verse 6. Where verse 6 says, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That is such a profound statement. And it's so different from all those other, other religions who say there's multiple paths and multiple ways to God. There's only one way, and that's through Jesus, through the, the sacrifice he made, not that I make. A.W. Tozer writes, If I want to know this immeasurable grace, this overwhelming, astounding kindness of God, I have to step under the shadow of the cross. I must come where God releases grace. I must either look forward to it, or I must look back at it. I must look one way or the other to that cross where Jesus died. Grace flowed out of his wounded side. The grace that flowed there saved Abel, and that same grace 
saves you. No one comes to the Father except through me, said our Lord Jesus. And Peter said, There is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved except the name of Jesus Christ. The question is, which way are you facing? Towards that cross or away from that cross? Are you walking towards the Father? Or are you walking away from the Father? Are you walking towards him so that you're receiving or are you running from him? It's really what matters. Doesn't matter what I think. Doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. It's whether or not you are going to him and accepting his grace and mercy. Or are you not? As Tozer says, are you looking at it, looking forward at it, or looking at it over your shoulder as you leave? Kind of like Lot's wife, who looked over her shoulder at Sodom, was turned into a pillar of salt. With that, let's go back to God in prayer. Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you for the many blessings. You are the most gracious, the kindest, one of all. You are the definition of love because you you created love. You create in us a new heart when we come to you. You take what's broken and you make it new. You, instead of making me suffer and die on a cross for my sins, you did it. And Lord, I'm so thankful for that. I'm grateful for the way you take care of us. So Lord, I just pray that your word would be heard by all who need to hear it. I pray, Holy Spirit, for you to be the one that lifts people's eyes and hearts and minds up and fill their spirits with your insights and your love. I just pray for this day that you would be the one that we focus on so that we could love our neighbor as ourselves and we could love each other so people would know we are yours. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.